Speed Green. Are you an ultimate Eagles football fan? Well, you're in the right place. Well, you're in the right place. <laughs> this is Birds 365. Hosted by the new Mac and Mac, Jody McDonald and John McMullen. Here we go, here we go. Who collectively have covered and talked about more than 50 plus years of Eagles football. Kick off your day with Birds 365. You'll get debate. We love to argue. You'll get the real story from inside the locker room. And you'll hear from some of the great football minds from around the region. You're about to become an Eagles insider. Get in the game. Join Jody Mack and Johnny Mack. And join the football community that flocks to Birds 365. Birds 365 starts right now. Welcome to the NFL. Let's go! Let's go! Go! And a good Thursday morning, football fans, specifically you Eagle fans. It is officially draft day, or at least the first round. We're here with you for the next two hours, John McMullen and Jody McDonald. Sorry, we're a couple of minutes late, and we were either doing our final prep for the draft or arguing about the star power of Orange Cassidy. You can guess which, <laughs> you can guess which one it actually was. Uh, Johnny Mackin is here. We've been waiting weeks, months for draft day to arrive. And it's not just us here at Birds 365 because we're Eagle devotees, but they are one of only three teams that as of now are scheduled to make two picks in the first round. There are three teams with no picks in the first round and three picks with Three teams with two picks in the second round. The Eagles are one of those. Yeah, Houston's picking two and 12. So theirs are a little bit more significant than 10 and 30. But still, there are only three teams with two two picks. And the Eagles are one of them. And we expect Howie Roseman to be a mover and a shaker and talking to everybody and potentially dealing up and dealing down. Uh, We got 20 minutes here before we punch up our first (laughs) guest, Jeff Kerr. So I'm going to ask you to do a little crystal ball work for us today. At number 10, the Philadelphia Eagles, as of now, are scheduled to select at number 10. I asked you to put percentage on it yesterday, and you gave me more likely to trade up than anything else. You went, uh, I think it was 50, 40, and 12, 40, or maybe that 40, was 40, 30, 30. 40, 40. 30, 30. Well, and mainly you... because I don't know if they can trade. I think they want to trade up. So if you put want, I, I would go much higher. Uh, I would go. 75 80. I think they want to get one of those pass rushers. Um, Jalen Carter's in that conversation. Different types, obviously, interior, outside. Although, strangely, and I mentioned it yesterday, I haven't heard anything on Will Anderson. I assume they like him, but I haven't heard anything with the Eagles and Will Anderson. I know they like Tyree Wilson a lot. Um, and now it, it, it seems pretty clear they also like Paris Johnson a lot. So, But I, I don't think they would move up to go get the offensive linemen. Um, the pass rushers, though, you know, I think that makes sense to me. Um, 
and I think they want to go up. The question is, can they go up? And right. that's that's the bigger question. And that's the reason why my percentage, <clears throat> excuse me, a little lower than yours on the potential trade up. I think it's more difficult than uh, in in other years or that Eagle fans would like to think Eagles can move up. It's pretty costly to move up in the top of the first round when you're in the top 10. And I'm not just referring to Jimmy Johnson's trade chart, but it, it still does have some play in the National Football League. Uh, I've had draft guys on, uh, not necessarily here on Birds 365, but on my radio shows over the last several years. And uh, most of them told me, yeah, the, 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 the teams all have it handy. They all have it in their draft room. They all refer to it. Sometimes they'll say, we want to do a deal, even though we're not getting the correct value in return. Don't care, want to do it. It's not a mandate, but it is a guideline that they still use. And moving up in a draft from 10 to whatever you need to get to to get the player that you want can be pretty damn expensive. And oh, by the way, the Eagles don't have the draft capital on the back end to make those kind of deals without a fourth, a fifth, and a sixth-round pick heading into this draft. So uh, I'm of the belief that despite the fact that they may want to, I don't know that they're going to be capable of. Um, And I just jotted this down uh, this morning, and we've been talking about all these players for months now. Who do you think is going to be there when the Eagles pick? If I give you Robinson, uh, not Robinson, uh, Anderson, (laughs) And Wilson off the board. Can we agree with that? That uh, they would have to get up really high to get either one of those two guys. Yeah, yeah. I think you know. Again, Will Will's kind of a, a strange one to me because I don't know. He might fall a little bit, but I don't think there's any way he's going to fall to ten. Um, so yeah, I would agree with that. Um, and then you have the quarterbacks, and and then you start. Now it looks like, you know. Witherspoon uh, uh, is is a guy the NFL seems to like more than the average draft Nick, shall we say? Um, and I think, you know, it had been Gonzalez, Gonzalez, Gonzalez. Now it seems like Witherspoon is is probably going to be the first corner off the board. Um, but that's that that's a little shaky. And then the quarterbacks, you know. Aaron Wilson had a report out this morning that Tennessee's trying to get up to three to get C.J. Stroud. Um, and that would change things dramatically. Um, so, and, and by the way, when you talk about trade-ups, Jody, when teams are going up to get a quarterback, they're, they're willing to pay more. Overpay, yes. Um, yeah. Um, um, so that makes it more difficult for you to move up for a positional player if you're the Philadelphia Eagles. So. Yeah, it's easier said than done, but I do think they want to go up. Here's the key guy for me, and I'll uh, just take your opinion on this right here, right now. In the top nine picks before the Philadelphia Eagles, how many quarterbacks go? It's got to be two. (laughs) It's probably three. The question is, will it be four? Will I? I I don't think it's going to be four. You think I had two? I had two. And now if some, if, if Tennessee wants to go up and get Stroud or, you know, there was a lot of speculation, they, you know, they might wait and, and, and well, try of your to go. two, you did not have Stroud as one of the, the two. Um, you had Stroud falling down past. Him. No, I, 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 you know, mine was Indianapolis, like sort of what their flavor they want is. So what I've heard is, is Ursay, um, I think it's 
uh, Chris Ballard likes Levis, I believe. I have to look it up. Uh, Chris Ballard likes Levis, the assistant GM like Stroud, and I think Shane would like to replicate, um, you know, what they've done here with Richardson um, with that RPO-like offense. He's seen it, you know, <laughs> close. He's seen what it does. So it's kind of a – like, if, if it were me, um, I would I would give it – I would say I hired Shane to do the job. I would give him what he wants if it were me. I don't think Chris Ballard's going to do that. I think he's going to take who he's going to take. And it's between Levis and Stroud. So, you know, I would take Stroud, certainly. Um, what are they going to do? I have no idea. Here's the way that I think it's going to shake out. And if you're an Eagle fan, I think you need to root for this. And you can root for trade up for Carter all you want if they can do it and, and pay a reasonable price. Uh, more power to them. I'm not sure that's going to be the case. Uh, or uh, Tyree Wilson tramping get. I don't think that's going to be the case. I think uh, the two top edge rushers will be gone. I think Carter will not fall. I think Carter's coming off the board at five. So I think Seattle's going to take him. So I don't <laughs> think the Eagles get the chance there. I think this is a replication of the 2021 draft, which you, you talk about a lot, John, how the Eagles ended up with Devontae Smith. Oh, they were going to take a cornerback. There was going to be a cornerback that was going to come to them. And then boom, boom, two cornerbacks come off the board right in a row, right before the Eagles were scheduled to draft, or excuse me, a couple picks before the Eagles were scheduled to draft. That's why they had to move back up to get Devontae Smith because they didn't want to get shut out of the group of players that they had. This year's even better because they're not necessarily targeting a cornerback. So if Witherspoon and and uh, the Oregon kid both come off the board at say seven eight eight nine, that means the Eagles will have their choice of either of the top two offensive linemen, Skaronsky or Paris Johnson, uh, and or any of the other pass rushing defensive ends not named Anderson and or uh, uh, Wilson from uh, Texas A and M. If that's the case, they got their choice of the other defensive ends, edge guys, and both offensive linemen. That's a pretty good group of five to be picking out of. You know, I like Miles Murphy, but I don't think he's going at number 10. So I'm putting him in the mix for the sake of this conversation, even though I don't think the Eagles are going to take him. If that's their group that they're choosing from at 10, do they either take one, do they roll the dice and try and trade down a little bit and still get one of those guys? Assuming the the, the nine off the board are four quarterbacks, the the two edge rushers, um, Carter, and two cornerbacks. How do you think the Eagles play it at 10? Um, I think they take Paris Johnson if he's there. Um, I think there are, you know, Jalen Carter, um, Tyree Wilson, Paris Johnson, and I assume – and again, this is just an assumption, Will Anderson, uh, if any of those players are on the board, those are the players I think they would take. Um, anybody else? You know, I've been I've been hedging back and forth on Kristen Gonzalez. I don't think they take Witherspoon. I think they like Gonzalez better than Witherspoon. So do I. Um, um, obviously, we can cross the quarterbacks off. You don't have to worry about that. Um, but the other group, then I think it's tier two for them. And then I think it's about put, trading down. 
Now, but again, same thing with trading up. There's a lot of things you want to do. You got to be able to do it. You got to be able to. And that's what I think, to be honest, what all this Bijan stuff is about. You know. You're, so you're, let me just, uh, again, verify. If Paris Johnson is there, you think they take yes, him. Yes. You think yes. he's a tier one guy. If he falls yes. to 10, boom, card goes in, they take him at 10. Yes. Yes. Yeah, um, so do I. Any, anybody else um, from that, other than that group, Carter, Wilson, I assume Anderson, Paris Johnson. Anybody else, I think that's what the Bijan stuff is. And a lot of people are helping him. My buddy Elliot Shore Parks is helping him. He's he's on the Bijan or bus train. Uh, Marcus Hayes is helping him. Howard's helping him by threatening to retire. <laughs> you know, that might get Howie to Howie to move. Um I I joke with Howard. Uh, but uh it, it's you know, I think that's what all that sort of Russell, I, I think they want to convince somebody to come up if he's still on the board uh, and then move down a few spots uh, and then start the Nolan Smith, Lucas Van Ness, that group, the tier two group talk. Um, that's what I think the plan is. That's what I, you know, but again, you know, just because you want to do something doesn't mean you can do something. But the four players I think they would take, if any of them fell to 10, are 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 Wilson, Carter, Anderson, Paris Johnson. Um, All right. So where does Skaronsky fall if he's tier he's in two? in that tier two. Is yeah. he above the defensive ends in your mind? I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, and that's just a, a a feel. That's not a report. I I don't think so. Just knowing the Eagles. Um, he's kind of a safe pick. I've seen that uh, 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 comparison to Zach Martin. If if, if he's going to turn into Zach Martin, and I say that for two reasons. One, I remember Zach Martin was one of the cleanest, safest prospects ever. If he was, he played left tackle in college, and then I said, but, "Well, he couldn't play left tackle." Yeah, he could, uh, but they didn't project him to play left tackle. But I remember talking to a scout, and he said, all right, if he doesn't, you can move him to guard. He's going to be an all-pro. Yep. He can play both guards. He can play right tackle. Sure enough, he's going to the Hall of Fame already. Um, you know, from the Eagles' standpoint, I think they, they lean towards ceiling. And he's, you know, I think safe is almost a bad word. Now, if he can turn into Zach Martin, I'll take him right now. I'll run up and and, and get the card in it. I just don't see the upside. That's why I think they like Paris Johnson uh, more than uh, Peter Skaronsky because he's got a higher ceiling. And, oh, by the way, it's uh, funny you make the comparison with Zach Martin. That was the Johnny Manziel year that Jerry Jones desperately wanted to pick Johnny Manziel, and they had to, like, tie him to a chair. They end in the card for Zach Martin. Could we be looking at the same thing with B. John Robinson down the road? Eagles take Skaronsky, and B. John Robinson goes several picks thereafter. Now, I'm not suggesting that B. John's going to be Johnny Manziel, because I think B. John's uh, going to be a hell of a player, and Johnny Manziel was a stone-cold bust. But a much more well-known name was there, and at least one person in the organization wanted to take him. They took the, they went into the trenches, took the offensive linemen who were much better off because of it, did the Cowboys by taking Zach Martin instead of Johnny Manziel. All right, Johnny Mac, Johnny Mac, the Mac and Mac, Birds 365, get, get, guys, draft days here.
We've been waiting for it for weeks. Glad to have it. You got some of Johnny and I's thoughts on this. Uh, first pick in the first round. The Eagles have a second pick. That's only one of the things we're going to talk with. Our first guest about, that would be Jeff Kerr from CBSSports.com. He joins us next here on Birch 365. Imaginations run wild and time stands still because here you can find the best of the Jersey Shore all on one five-mile island. So leave the old you behind and get lost in the woods. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian in my heart. I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. First Trust Bank is there for you. Champions on three. One, two, three. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Day here on Birch 365. First round gets underway at 8 o'clock tonight. John McMullen will be down at the Eagles headquarters, right? You'll be there to talk to Howie Roseman after the first uh, round. Correct. I will be at the Novacare Complex. I will be about four feet to my right over on my couch <laughs> watching the NFL draft here on my 40-inch uh, flat-screen TV where will Jeff Kerr from CBSSports.com going to be? We know he's here with us this morning. Where are you going to be for tonight's first round of the draft, J.K.? 
I wish I'd be joining John McMullen tonight, but I got my last round of bowling playoffs tonight. So, Whoa! So when the Eagles are picking, I'll probably be trying to throw a 300 game. All did, right. Well. Did you just throw a 300 game within the last year? Not within the last year. I've had a couple 290 plus games, but no. Look at look at look at that humble brag. Yeah, I've that, had a couple. I've had a couple 290 plus, Jody. Yeah. Oh, now 290 need. plus means wait, you got 11 straight strikes. And then you choked on the last one. Yeah, or I got nine spare and then got 11 straight strikes. Okay, all right. All right. So I choked early. <laughs> well, don't be choking tonight. All right, and we expect you not to choke with us today here. Uh, the smoke is blowing heavy. We're less than 12 hours from the draft. People are trying to put misinformation out there and giving off vibes and uh, off-the-record type stuff. This is, uh, if you're a reporter, like you two guys are, not me, I just sit and evaluate. Um, how how difficult is this to try and work your way through what's real and what's not real, John? I've heard so many stories already, and John can, John's probably heard the same stories from you're the same people or different people, you know. I, I hear they're going to trade up, and whether that's for, and the whole Tony Pauline thing, well, they're going to trade up for Will Anderson. Like, I, I've never heard Will Anderson's name once. In this entire, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's it's Jalen Carter if they're doing that, but I don't think he's getting past six. And I've been told that. Uh, you know, we'll see. That I think everything it's in one ear and out the other. And this is where I tell you guys. But ultimately, if I had to take a guess on what they're going to do tonight, I actually think they trade down from ten. Well, I think that that's how I described it, Jeff. I think they want to trade up, but I think the assumption is, you know, all right, you know, too often. They want to trade up, so they will trade up. Doesn't mean you can find somebody who wants to trade up with you. And then it becomes, I think there's four, Jody and I were talking, I think they have four tier one players, uh, Jalen Carter, as you mentioned, Paris Johnson, um, Tyree Wilson, and and Will Anderson. And Will Anderson, I'm kind of speculating because I'm, I'm like you. I haven't, it's weird. I assume they like him. Why wouldn't they like him? Um did they so have Will Anderson in for a visit? No. Was he here? No. Um, so my assumption is, you know, it's one of those clean prospects that they didn't have any questions about. And, you know, he's just so good. You don't need to worry about doing all the homework. Um, but that's just speculation. Then I think it comes down to tier two. So if you can't get up to get one of those guys, then I think you start out talking about trading down, and that, that's where I think all this Bijan stuff is coming from. Yeah, I agree. See, I agree. So, I, John, yeah. I'm sure you saw the tweet with Howard Eskett. They picked yes. Bijan Robinson at 10. I will Complicating things for Howie. I was literally just going to go after Howard right then and there. I'm like, what if they pick him at, say, 13? Well, he that did say 10. He said Howard 10. did he, say 10. He covered his backside by yeah. saying at 10. Yeah. If they he, trade up at eight, Howard continues to get the yes. work because he yes. just said Good at point, 10. Jody. Good point. Yeah, I, I think Howard I, – see, I like the read stuff Howard tweets just for my entertainment, but I think he there's a cryptic message in there personally. Um. All right. What do you think it is that they're going to trade? I, I, trade up or trade I, down? I – Gave my little draft tidbit today, which I'll share with you guys. I do not think they will be a ten. I don't think they're going to pick a ten. I I agree with I agree with that. I mean, then that's typical. We talked about last year how we started the process with three first round picks, 
Um, he moved one early uh, to get out into the next year again. Uh, and they, he didn't pick any of them at the original spot. Right. So, um, I mean, that's his history. You know, you saw me on Twitter, Jeff. One, one of the hilarious things to me is insert name is calling around. Yeah, that's his job. What? What is? Why are these? Stories? They all do this. Yes. What? Insert general manager's name is calling around. Well, he damn well better be. That's his freaking job. So I, 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 I just keep trying to tell people: just yeah. watch for Jackson Smith and the Jigba tonight. That—that's the guy I feel is the is the best receiver in the draft, and I think teams are going to try to see where the board is around where the Eagles are. And I'm not saying he'd go at nine or 10, but I think teams are going to try to one up each other and try to get them. Well, if you want a receiver, you know, he might get pushed up the board a little bit because I think the the gap between number one and number two is pretty significant this year at wide receivers. So, if you want a receiver, you probably want him. And I'm that just looking at the teams. The I'm just looking at the teams like 11, Tennessee would need one, but I think they want a quarterback more. Um, you know, Green Bay has made it no – by the way, Brian but- Gunnikos, I that guy makes his – <clears throat> I'd love to play poker with him because I feel like he overplays his hand a little bit. I think everybody around the league knows the Green Bay Packers would love to get another wide receiver for Jordan Love, and I, I, I think teams are going to take advantage of him. I know Aaron Rodgers plays him, uh, but he can't doesn't have to anymore. But um, that's Jody's problem now as he emerges from the darkness. Do, uh, does doesn't feel like the Packers and the Jet like the first round pick swap was really the the hurdle that got that deal done. Sure, and the Packers were the ones who insisted on it, and it tells you they're locked in on a player. You're suggesting it could be uh, Jackson and Jigba. I think it's a tight end. I think they are ready to go first tight end off the board, and that's going to be Yeah, I think it's a tight end, too. That's one of my bold picks. I think they're going Michael Mayer that high. Yeah, see, I I think it's a pass catcher. I will say that. Well, I I said it's either going to be Mayer or or Dalton Kincaid. I would take Mayer because Mayer can catch the ball. I mean, he's just weird old school tight end that people don't think of as for some reason because – I mean, you know, he can block. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I want that's like the best friend for a young quarterback. He's the best contested catch guy. Um, that's exactly what you want for a young quarterback. Yeah. That, I think Mayer is the better prospect than Kincaid, but Kincaid reminds me of like that Zach Ertz type. Like he's going to catch yeah. everything, but he's got a little bit more yak than Zach Ertz. So I, I I think if you get Kincaid and say the late teens, Detroit. I think that's a great value. It's a good tight end draft. It's funny that the way you guys both described the tight end, one sounds like Zach Ertz to me. The other sounds like Dallas Goddard in his prime Zach Ertz, not Zach Ertz now, but Zach Ertz at his best is what uh, Kincaid might be. Dallas Goddard at his best is what, what Meyer might be. So you get to choose between which of the very good Eagle tight ends they've had over the last seven or eight years. I, uh, how many quarterbacks do you think are going to go prior to the Eagles? Because that will help to determine who is on the board at 10 
If Howie's attempting to move up, can't get it done, sitting there at 10. John just gave me a good breakdown of the tier one and the tier two guys. Well, we know the quarterbacks are on neither tier because the Eagles don't need one. But depending on how many go, that depends how many get pushed down to the Eagles at 10. How many QBs you got going in the first nine, JK? Ooh, this is a good one. So um, <laughs> I'm going to add to McMullen's point earlier. He made about the whole calling and stuff. The Houston Texans are picking the quarterback tonight. I'm sorry. Like, I, I think that's a bunch of smokescreen, too, with Cesario just trying. And, and the smartest people in the league are, you know, falling for it. So I'll say quarterback one, Bryce Young. I, I think Carolina's had their sights set on Bryce Young ever since they traded up for one. I think Houston was a quarterback at two. I'm curious to see what the Cardinals do. Personally, I just think they, they're going to take the best player available, Will Anderson, and call the day. I think the Colts will get Richardson at four, so that's three of the first four. If Richardson's there at four, I, that's what I think they get. Um, that's what Johnny Mack said, that, that they'll let Steichen make the call, and Steichen will take well, I, I said they should let Shane make the call, but I don't think they will. Just I think yeah. Chris Ballard's too By, too by the way, there. I can't stand Will Levis. Horses I, I think anyway. Will Levis <laughs> – I think Will Levis is – Probably one of those players I wouldn't touch just because I watch him at Penn State. He literally can't throw. I know that's a Neanderthal way of thinking, but he can't throw. Yeah, they, you Penn State guys are, you know, college coaches. I, 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 I got a thing with college coaches because, you know, Joe Burrow couldn't get on the field at Ohio State. It worked out pretty well. Wait, which was the joke? No, no, no. Here's the other Justin part. Fields couldn't get on the field at Georgia. Worked out pretty well for now, him. Now, here's the other part of this Will Levis thing. If Shane Steichen drafts him, I'm sold. I, I think Will Levis could be really, really good. I, I love the intangibles Will Levis brings. I, I, I actually like his demeanor. I like his personality. But without Liam Cohn, he just wasn't a good quarterback. And he needs the right coach. He needs the right well, people. I, all quarterbacks need the right coach. Yeah, I mean, but he's one definitely my... one. If he gets Shane Steichen... I, or I'll tell you what, even if the Texans would take him, I think I would like Will Levis. I'm just saying the Penn State stuff doesn't bother me. The fact it that he couldn't beat out, but the fact that he couldn't beat out Sean Clifford. These college coaches, man, Justin Fields couldn't beat out Jake Fromm. Uh, you know, I, 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 these guys, they, they win with recruiting at the college level, not coaches. They just recruit better players. Well, we we laugh at the win. whole people I talk to in the college. See, we laugh at that at that that particular example where it's to us. It's not Justin Fields can't beat out Jake Fromm. It's why didn't Kirby Smart just play Justin Fields from the beginning? I mean, Levis Clifford. I never understood why they didn't play Levis more when they did, and then when you watch him, and then when you ran the packages they played for him, I'm like. Am I missing something here? Why can't this guy throw? And it he went to Kentucky and, again, got, got with the right people. And I, I was happy for him when he transferred. But I, of the four, I'm the least sold on Will Levis right now. Well, I, I would agree with that. I'm yeah. with you there. But not because of that. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Well, like, look what I'm like, wearing, John. <laughs> yeah. That's like Jody with the S2 stuff. Like, I, I, I you know – I've seen too many colleges. Those guys, Urban Meyer is one of the worst football coaches I've ever seen. He's 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 a tremendously successful at the college level, 
when he got where everybody's on an even playing field, he had no freaking clue what to do. He's a terrible None. coach. He's a terrible coach. I've heard this from multiple players that played in college. Oh, yeah. He's not a good coach. Yeah. He's, he's not. He's just out talented. He's everybody. a good recruiter. He's yeah. a good recruiter. I mean, I say, let, let's put Urban Meyer and college coaching on the back burner and get to the Eagles at number 30. Uh, we've all got a little different look at how it's going to sit at 10. I think they're going to sit pat. I think Paris Johnson is going to fall down to him. I think they hand the card in pretty damn quickly at approximately 940, which, by the way, starting to draft at 8 o'clock. I, I'm going to predict right now that the, the first round is not ending till approximately 1245 tonight. I think it's going to take a while, and people on the East Coast are going to be ticked off, specifically Philadelphia, because – the Eagles will be sitting there at number 30, which means they'll be well after midnight for that second pick. So you got to stay tuned. How does that second pick shake out, uh, Jeff Kerr? Is this uh, an obvious trade down position for Howie? I, it has to be for me because I got him staying put at 10. And you know how he's got to move at least one of them. He can't take them both at 10 and 30. Trade up, trade down. How do you think uh, Howie maneuvers the 30th pick of the draft? Man. So this is tough. It all depends how bad they want that player with the fifth-year player out or how the board plays out. Like, if there's a guy like B.J. Ujiari at 30, you would have to think they tra- they, they take him, right, John? Well, obviously, in, in Jody's scenario, if you get the offensive uh, lineman, um, yeah, you you know, it, it kind of dependent on what you get early. Obviously, you know, if you take an edge rusher early, you're not going to take two edge rushers. Right. Um, so a lot of it's dependent on the first pick. I I think they want out of that spot. I, I do. But again, it's, a you know, I think they'd like to get not too far down, but early in the second round and, and pick up some extra draft capital because they're going to have a cluster of players sort of graded very closely. But, By you know, Brandon Hooker's gone. But go ahead. Yeah, is it a bold prediction to say the Eagles are going to get another second round pick tonight? Well, I think they want that. That's what I mean. They want it. I I think they want to get out of thirty to get early in the second round to get that second second round pick. And again, this is assuming they're not trading up with number ten because you might have to give up that second round pick that 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 the one you do have. Um, so a lot of it's assumption, but I do think they want out of thirty early into the second round, um, you know, they'll have, as I said, a cluster of players. Uh, they'll be able to pick up that extra draft capital. Um, and I think that's a preferable way to go. But again, you know, if you don't have that quarterback and a lot of people think Hendon Hooker is going to be gone. Um, you mentioned Houston at number two. I don't think they're taking a quarterback at number okay. two. I think it's a bad organization. They make bad decisions. They think, oh, we're comfortable with any quarterback that lasts till 12. Um, I don't like that thought process. That tells me you don't like any quarterbacks. So uh, uh, I, got, I got an issue. But, you know, I've seen two people, two people, pretty plugged in people, say they might take Hooker at 12. At 12. That would no be shot. the shocker of the draft, I think. No shot. No uh, and, 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 well, yeah. I, 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 and you know why? I think I, I agree with you on this, John, because I think the Titans are going to be one of those candidates to move up and get that quarterback, depending on how. Well, the, and works. now I wake up this morning 
And Aaron Wilson reports the Titans are looking to go up to three to get Stroud. Peter Schrager has the same report, so that tells me it's coming from the same spot. Same thing, going up to three to get C.J. Stroud. So all of a sudden, you know, things are moving pretty quickly when it comes to the quarterback. But let me ask you a question on that Hendon Hooker at number 12. Are all four of the other quarterbacks gone before him, or is Hendon Hooker going to be picked before one of the quarterbacks that's, that are thought to be the and top the, Yeah, he would be picked before uh, it was either, I think it was Richardson, picked before Richardson. Um, yeah, I, I don't see that happening. I mean, all right. I'll, I'll uh, tell do, you guys, do you guys have a pen and a piece of paper? I do. I, I need do. you to write this down. Okay. Here's what's going to happen with the Eagles in the 30th pick. I'm getting very deep in the weeds here, and I'm telling you ahead of time, I'm taking a major, major shot here. Flying in the face of John's report that he just put out there that somebody else put out. Hendon Hooker will be available at number 30. The Eagles will get the benefit of a team trading to number 30 for the very specific reason of drafting Hendon Hooker and getting that fifth year added to it. The Eagles trade with the Vegas Raiders. Number 30 for number 38. Vegas drafts at 38 in the second round. The Eagles get back in return the Raiders' fourth round pick, which is number 104, which is top of the fourth round, and a toss-away sixth round pick, a compensatory pick, well down in the sixth round at 174. So from moving down from 30 to 38, the Eagles get a fourth, which they need, an extra sixth, which they need. It's a late sixth. But at 38, the Eagles select Zach Charbonnet, running back, UCLA. Charlie's they don't take B. John Robinson. Jameer Gibbs is gone. They get the running back they need at 38. 30's a little high for him. If they wait till all the way till 62, Charbonnet won't be there. They trade the 38 with Vegas, who takes Hendon Hooker, and they get Zach Charbonnet at number 38. Any shot whatsoever of that happening? uh, Well, it's funny you say that, Jody, because in my Eagles-only mock draft on on Sports Illustrated, I had the Eagles trading down from number 30 to number 37 with Seattle, who comes up to get Hendon Hooker. Okay. Um, And Philadelphia gets 37, 123, and 151. Oh, by the way, and Howie and John Snyder have a pretty good relationship. Yeah. So that's that's good thinking on that's your part, McCollum. And uh, I have them selecting uh, Kalei Ringo, the cornerback from Georgia. So a little bit different. And they but... like they like him too. Yes, they They're, do. If you want to pin players, Eagles like in the draft, just go look at Georgia. <laughs> yeah, when in doubt, pick a Georgia guy. Yeah. Yes. I mean, um, I mean, Nolan Smith's on that list. I don't think he's, like you said, the tier A on that list, John, but I, yeah, he's I think definitely he's there. tier two. Yeah. Uh, but it's interesting because Jody had him going down to 38. I had him going down to 37. Both of us had him teams going up to get Hooker. Um, Jody takes the running back. I take the cornerback. I haven't taken running back in the third round. Uh, the kid from UAB. Um, uh, McBride, McBride, um, and I and, somebody tuned tuned me into him during the season, John, and they finally got a national game late in the year, and the kid stunk. 
I specifically watched the game to watch him play because somebody told me he's the best running back in the country, a guy whose opinion I appreciated. So I said, all right, I've not seen this kid play. Let me tune into this guy. He did nothing. And I was, like, all excited to, to, to move him up my running back draft board. And I don't think he worked out at the combine because he's got some kind of an injury. Yeah, I don't think he's going in the top three rounds. The Eagles may end up with him. They may be able to get him in day number three. But uh, it, that that was a name that I seriously considered as an Eagle running back during the year. Should I upset Eagles fans today? Go for yeah. it. We, we do it every day, Jeff. Okay. Join the, you, join the stream, party. You stream in. You get to see yeah. the stream. They really oh, oh, yeah. Oh, I see the comments, boys. Yes. So I am going to say this. When Lucas Van Ness visited them, I don't think they thought they were going to fall in love with Lucas Van Ness. And, oh, they love him. And they, they did. Him. Oh, yes. they love Lucas Van Ness. And yeah, drives Eagles fans crazy. Yeah, I, I know. For Heaven forbid, because they've never seen Lucas Van Ness actually play football. <laughs> he didn't start. Yeah, I didn't start either. I had, you know, whatever. I was a productive yeah. player. You don't need to start. It's so funny when people tell me that. Oh, he didn't start. I'm like, he played the most snaps. He had the most sacks like he's a really good football player it's they just think oh lucas van that's it, it's almost like that's not an nfl name so we don't like him yeah i, I don't know what the every year there's one player they gravitate that they love and one player that they hate and, you know high profile players Bijan's the love this year uh van ness is the hate uh, i don't get it i can't figure it out but you I think, think Howie. Do you think they like Bijan because he has a mustard? I I think they like Bijan because you know, and I call him Bijan now. Bijan, uh, uh, Bijan. Yeah, it. I it's you know fantasy football video game mindset. You know, it's no, and it's not just Eagles fans. Everybody wants skill position players every year. It's boring to take offensive linemen. It's not boring to take pass rushers, but like last year, interior defensive line with Jordan Davis, kind of boring. Devontae Smith, that's pretty exciting. Running back, you know, when you get Saquon Barkley, is he, that's pretty exciting for a fan base. I remember two years ago when I talked to Devonta Smith, it was two days before the draft, and I just piqued his curiosity. I'm like, hey, man, you played with Jalen, you know. What do you think? And Jody and I were just yeah. talking about uh, Johnny Manziel and Zach Martin. Think about you know Dallas fans are like, oh, we got Zach Martin. We could have got Johnny. Zach Martin's pretty Manziel. good. Yeah, and his brother. Yeah. You would have had Johnny Manziel. Yeah. Dallas, Johnny football. Dallas had Brown. a run there where they had the most boring picks ever, but they were pretty good when yeah. they picked them. Oh yeah, Zach's going to the Hall of Fame already if he doesn't play another down. Yeah. Yeah, um, I agree. And I'll tell you what, I think Tyron Smith, he ain't get injured. He has a pretty strong case, too, regardless. Yeah. So it's not just Eagles fans, but, you know, skill position players are sexy and uh, offensive linemen are not. They, you, know what, you know what? Is team, I still say, like you said about the fantasy football thing, I think Eagles fans want to draft Bijan Robinson number one in their fantasy football league just to say that they're rooting for an Eagle and a fantasy football player. Yeah, fantasy football is part of it. Um, I don't think you get points for uh, having the best offensive line. I will say, I, I will say this: if because I do think they're trading down, I would not. I I wouldn't be upset they picked Bijan at ten. 
But I think if they do pick Bijan, they trade down. Well, I think everybody Bijan. would be excited if they pick Bijan at 10 now because Howard's got to retire if they do that. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I'll call him out on that the first time I see him this year. Let me put this to you guys. Uh, the 30th pick in the draft, we believe, when there's only 32 picks because Miami had to forfeit that pick. So you're neck to last in the first round. The added value is that fifth round, uh, fifth year of a rookie deal. But as John told us, couple of weeks ago here on the show, how he said, sometimes it's a blessing. Sometimes it's a curse that you don't necessarily want that fifth year. Cause then you have to decide whether you're going to pick up that option or not. And if you don't, why the hell do you take guy in the first round? If you don't even feel good enough to give him his fifth year. So I don't think the Eagles are looking to necessarily make that pick there. The only question is, can they get a team? John and I just manufactured a couple deals where they can move up. Teams move up and and do have that value. If there's not the quarterback, if the five quarterbacks are gone and the Eagles have to make that pick a 30, that no one sees the added value of that fifth year and don't want to move up to get it, what position? Assuming you can lock it into whoever you think they're taking with their first pick in the first round, what position you think is most likely that picked? late in the first round jk you first yeah for the eagles oh man so i did have them in my one and only mock draft but i don't do trades them drafting right back in the first round it was jameer gibbs but i think they would trade down for running back so i think if push came to shove i think they gotta make the pick who do you gotta take them who do you have them taking early i think they would go i think they Early in the first round or yeah. later in the first round? Well, uh, the reason why I'm asking for early is because you don't believe they take the same position twice. Yeah. So, so whoever so they ar- take early would count that position out for the I second would go pick. interior. I would go I would go lineman in the first round early and late. I think they go secondary. Oh, so you don't think they get an edge with either of the two? Well, I said offensive or defensive line. All right. Well, so, you, uh, you're on the clock, Howie Roseman. Make a pick. You're going oh, I'm thinking of trading the pick. I'm Howie Roseman. I don't want that pick. I want to trade it. I want to get more picks. All right. The, 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 you're down to 10 seconds on the clock. You got to take either an offensive lineman or a defensive lineman. Ah, you're Jacksonville's GM in draft day. You're panicking, yep. Jeff Curry. Yeah, Give me yeah, a name. I am panicking. That's why I, I, I'm back here with you guys. I don't, I don't do this. No, uh, honestly, I do think if I – this is tough. So, I still say it's going to be Van Ness. I still All right, say so you're to- going going edge first. So then, what uh, pick are you making at the bottom of the first round? You can't trade out. Thirty is it? Nobody wants to move up. Uh, you're you're kind of forced to take the pick at thirty if you've taken Van Ness early. I won't even ask you to give me a name. I'm just asking you to give me a position. What position you go in the thirty? I go cornerback, and I think Banks could be there at thirty. I really okay. do. I don't uh, think Banks, Banks is there. I, I don't think Banks is getting past the Steelers. He shouldn't and, get past. He shouldn't get past the Steelers. And if he gets past the Steelers, he's not getting past Minnesota at twenty three. He's going to go earlier than people expect. I, I, you know what? I kind of think so too. But if there's a guy that for some reason I think slips, I don't know why. There's always a good player that slips. I think he would be the good player. You know, I learned. Here's a little tidbit, Jeff. I learned that uh, Mike Tomlin's son knows him very well uh there's a big connection with they, 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 didn't they get recruited together yes yes yeah. um so they gotta connect we'll see if that shakes out but a lot of rumors in pittsburgh about uh banks 
Um, but but then let me ask a question, Mike Tomlin's representative. If Joey Porter and Banks are both on the board, yeah, I think they go Banks. Yeah, That's I think they I go mean. Banks too. Over Porter, huh? You know, it's interesting. Uh, Pete Schrager, I mentioned earlier, he just put out his mock draft. Um, and smart, he waits as long as humanly possible. Sure, um, he, he's in the. He's note, got though. he's got Porter falling all the way to thirty in the wow. Eagles. Yeah. Eagles getting Porter at thirty. I would take a yeah. flyer on Porter at thirty. Uh, Porter, I so would I. I'd I, 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 I am going to say this: this guy, I love Joey Porter, but he commits more pass interference penalties than Al Harris. I mean, if they could, uh, I hear you. That's that's something to be concerned about, but. Uh, if they could get that kind of prospect at 30, I wouldn't, I'd be comfortable not moving. I'd be all right. I'll take him. You'll the ball, love his man. You'll love his man cover skills. If the I board can't. falls that way, but Jody knows who I want. I want Brian branch. And I don't know if he's going to be there. Right. You think he'll be there at 30? As would I, I think there's no chance that he gets down to 30. Yeah. I mean, how can you not want a, a, a hybrid cornerback safety? Like you could play him at corner day one. Yeah. In the slot, or you could just say, you know what, have at it. You're you're our starting safety. You're next to Edmonds or Reed Blankenship or whoever it's going to be. Yeah, I think that's the only guy, only one, who Howie might, and it, of course one depends on the other. If they don't trade up at ten, which I don't think they will, I think that's the only guy they would potentially trade up for from thirty. If they get into the 26, 27 range of branches still on the trip, even though they have a shortage of uh, draft picks thereafter, I think that'd be the one guy they, because not only does he deserve to go there, is he value there? It also upgrades a positional need for the Eagles at safety. So I, I think that's the only guy that they would potentially trade up for. You and I, all three of us are talking about how they could trade down and get into the second round and add an extra pick. The only guy they would move up for would be Branch because I think he's coming off the board before uh, we ever get anywhere. I, I will say this. they If they do trade up from 10, but again, that's to me, that's fifth or sixth on the priority list. It's for Jalen Carter. Yeah, but Carter – where do you think Carter's going to go? You think the Eagles trade up to get him? If so, where? I, I was if told not, Jalen where did Carter, you go? I was told Jalen Carter will not go past six. Yeah. I, I don't think, think, I don't I think, think he's Detroit, getting past five. I agree. I think Detroit is taking him um, if he's there. But, you know, Seattle. It's Seattle, it's Seattle or Detroit. Seattle's the wild Yeah, Seattle's see, I think he's going to five. That's why I don't think yeah. the Eagles are going to be able to get there. Can I either. ask you this, McMull? Where do you think the Raiders are going? Uh, Witherspoon. Um, you know, I think he's the best corner. I really do. I think he's Baron Gonzalez. Well, if I got to take if they take Weatherspoon, that that adds uh, potential to my trade down with the Raiders at the back end because they didn't get the cornerback uh, quarterback at the top. And if Hendon Hooker is still sitting there at thirty, they move up to get him. And doesn't Hendon Hooker seem like a Raider type player, uh, an old uh, man in the yeah, scene well, type? Especially <laughs> if, if especially if Mike Mayock was still there, he'd take him at seven. You know who Hendon <laughs> you, you know who Hendon Hooker reminds me of the future Tennessee Titans quarterback. Now I just keep him in Tennessee. I I like Hendon Hooker. Jody I knows. Too. I I, I, I mean he too. is too old. Uh, you know the COVID stuff complicates things. Uh, he's coming off the injury as well, but I think he's more ready than anybody than other than young to play right away. Um, you know when he gets healthy. 
Yeah, I'd take uh, CJ I just Stroud. mean from year, a year one, I'm going to take CJ Stroud over Hendon Hooker. Um, it, my concern with CJ is I, I think I said it yesterday on the show. He's never going to have a better wide receiver room than he had at Ohio State. The best wide, I mean, rece- the best wide receiver in the draft isn't in the draft. Um, you, know, you know who had a really good college wide receiver room? Jalen Hurts. And then he was able to uh, do what he did this year for the Eagles. So uh, sometimes that plays, sometimes it doesn't. Well, if yeah. the kid's a talent, he's a talent. I mean, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, um, uh, Jackson, Smith and Jigba. And then, J- Jalen Hurts' year starting at quarterback for Alabama had count them. Four wide receivers who went in the first round. Well, four. and the second and the second part is, well, so are all those four. They're all going in the four first round picks. And we've already seen Devontae. Uh well, Garrett, Garrett Wilson, you already saw. He was the best rookie in the NFL last year. He's gonna by the way, Garrett Wilson is gonna explode. Yes, yes, yes. Explode. I was just about to say that. He he's um, gonna have fifteen hundred yards this year if Aaron Rodgers. Book Chris it. Chris Alave was phenomenal with a terrible quarterback situation. Um we'll see about you know by, but everybody way, loves John, in Jigba. Don't don't you think the Saints are sneaky might be sneaky good this year? No. I don't like the coach. Well, I don't like the coach, but I like the talent. They'll be better um, at quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I I think Derek Carr is better than um, a lot of quarterbacks. Uh, I don't. Jameis like and Dalton at all, who they had I, last I, year. I, I, I got it. Who came in here and beat the Eagles? Stuck one of the only losses the Eagles had all year on them. I got I got a problem with the coach, and I'm not dismissing. Well, I, I hate Dennis Allen. I, I can't believe him and Josh McDaniels are head coaches well, again in the National Football. And League. that's what I was getting to. My second point, what Jody brought up with Jalen. Look, Jalen got in a great situation, deserves all the credit, but I always talk about, you know, he's part of the development as well. That's my issue with Justin Fields. I like the player. I think he's in a shitty situation. I think he's got a bad coaching staff. Um, Fit means everything for quarterbacks, Uh, everything. So, you know, who's going to Houston? Uh, uh, Who's... They're up against it right away. Bad organization. I do like their offensive coordinator, though. I don't like the organization. I agree with you, but I like their offensive coordinator a lot. Bobby uh, Swonick, I think that's how you say his last name. The guy with, you know, you can go about it different ways. You got a defensive head coach, first time defensive head coach. Um, I don't like that situation for quarterbacks. I love the Indianapolis situation. I love yep. the Carolina situation. You got Frank Reich and, and Josh McCown mentoring uh, uh Bryce Young he's gonna have every opportunity doesn't guarantee anything but he's gonna have every opportunity and you got Shane Steichen who I still get asked by Justin Herbert three years later how's Shane do yeah <laughs> it's I mean one one quick question you know, remember you asked earlier can you piss off Eagle fans here on our board yeah the answer of course is always yes uh let me take a shot at it why couldn't Frank Reich resurrect Carson Wentz uh, because I think there was more than fixing there than Frank Reich. I think it's can't fix the head. Let's just put it that. Way. Okay, just that that. Uh, and I like Frank Reich, but I I don't think he's God's gift to offensive 
football, and uh, I think that they're going to get a great player if they take Young, uh, but I don't think it's a given that he shoots immediately. Uh, by the way, here's some NFC East news here. I don't think the commanders are as sold on Sam Howell as they say they are. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, they're not insane. (laughs) (laughs) But don't be shocked that they're a team that trades up tonight. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody. QB in the first round? Oh, yeah. I I don't think anybody believes Washington when they say, oh, we're good with Sam Howell. I don't think anybody. I I don't. Uh. By the way, John, don't you hear this every year? This is the most unpredictable draft ever. Well, this one no, is pretty un- unpredictable. It is unpredictable. Um, I mean, because you have so many new coaches, new GMs, you know, they don't have a history. Like we have a history. We, we have a long history with Howie Roseman. That's why so many of us, you know, are competent because he's got foundational principles that he's stuck to over the years. When you have first time GMs, or, or young coaches, you don't know what the hell they're going to do. Um, and, you know, look at look at Arizona at three. You got Monty Osenport. Nobody's got – nobody knows. I have you, no you idea what the Cardinals are Jonathan Gannon. They want a defensive guy. They want to make Kyler Murray happen, happy. Nobody knows. That's why where all the Paris Johnson talk comes from because Kyler wants a an offensive lineman. Um Nobody knows. So Nobody knows what these I guys. one of my bold predictions, if I had to make one, I think DeAndre Hopkins is not oh, he's, yeah. Cardinal tonight. I think he's here with the Chiefs, the Ravens, Ravens. A lot of Ravens talk. They're trying to make Lamar as happy as possible. And Lamar's happy right now. He's happy right, right now. Let, let me take one shot here at winning back the Eagle fans since I ticked them off and said Frank Reich isn't the uh, quarterback guru that some people make him out to be. If the Cardinals are going to make a trade tonight, I think it might more might be Buda Baker than uh, the, DeAndre Hopkins because I don't think there's much interest in Hopkins around the league. Attitude, injury, Oh, everybody like to get their hands on Buda Baker. The question uh, is, can I, you afford I, I, him? I, th- I think the attitude stuff's a little overblown with DeAndre Hopkins. Okay, we'll see. I, I, pers- as someone who's talked to DeAndre Hopkins before, I, I will say this. There are teams that are more than willing to get DeAndre Hopkins on their Well, way. all these expensive big names, you're not going to get a lot for them. Um, yeah. Uh, but I think when you got Super Bowl contenders in the mix and – they can afford to get rid of a first-round pick. I know that seems crazy, like the Eagles, and I think the Eagles set a parameter here with A.J. Brown. A little different situation, but Howie Roseman set a precedent here. All right, so if well, – give me your evaluation, Mr. Amateur GMs. Eagles get what they want. Yep. Uh, with their first pick in the first round, they trade down in the second round. They get what they want, top of the second round. Would they give up number 62 for Buda Baker? I would. I would, yeah. Would the, well, Eagles? the Eagles? Um, probably not. Uh, probably late not. late second Buda Baker isn't worth a late second round pick, and we know how he is Mr. Magician. Uh, he just did this great Jalen Hurts leave cap room available deal. Bring in Buda Baker. I'd say what I would two? trade that th- I would trade a third round pick for Chase Young. I would do that in a second, but why? I don't think Washington would do that. No, I, mean, I don't think they would either. Yeah, certainly not in the division. 
They're going to let them. Did they pick up Chase Young? They did not. They, 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 they did they not. And, and I think what they're going to do is they're going to let him play out, see what happens this yeah. year. If he has a big year, they sign him. Yeah, but there was a little bit of a theme this year. It, uh, uh, Atlanta with McGarry uh, declined the option, re-signed him. Um, Jacobs, um, they declined the option, put the franchise, franchise tag on him. Uh, Bradbury, they declined the option, re-signed him. Bit of a theme this year. Teams are starting to go in that direction. Um, that's what I think Washington's going to do with Chase Young. With Buddha, I mean, <laughs> he wants an extension. Um, he's already highly paid. The Eagles did it with AJ. Would they do it at that position? That's the concern. I don't know if they want to go as high as, you know, if, if as you high want as to win wants. the Super Bowl this year, John, you get one of the best safeties for a late second. Hey, round I pick. said I would do uh, it. Jody. I would do I would do it too. You're asking me if the Eagles would do it. Exactly. My assumption is uh, are, I, I don't think Okay, so this is my you know how Peter King has the audio haikus or whatever he calls them. I don't I don't have a haiku for tonight's draft, but I'm going to put out a couple names for you. And they do affiliate with the Eagles in some way, shape, or form. Rand Carthen, Brian Goodacoast, Joe Douglas. So the Eagles are going to do deals with all of these guys? No, I didn't say that. I'm just saying just watch for those guys. Okay. All right. Those are guys to keep an eye on, not necessarily Eagle-related. All right. We shall see. How is yeah. the police, uh, Gutenkunst, and Rand Carthon? Uh, by the way, John, you would probably know this better than I do. Does Howie Roseman have a good relationship with Brian Gunnicos? Because I know he has a good relationship with Carthen and Douglas. Uh, haven't heard. I don't know that he's ever done a deal with him yeah. off the top of my head. I, uh, I don't think I don't think Gunnicos and Douglas get along too well. Well, uh, but they got the deal done. I don't it, think too many people do get along with Gunnicos. Yeah, they got a deal done. That's about it. That's, well, kind of important from a Jet fan perspective. Uh, Jeff Carr, a pleasure, buddy. Thank you very much for not only jumping on, but sticking around as long as you did. Uh, good luck with your bowling playoffs tonight. Get home in front of the TV by the time the Eagles get on the clock. for uh, I'll be done by 8.15. All right. So, I, yeah. I want to hear about 290-plus, Jeff. That's, if I, that's if I see 300 tonight, you will see a tweet. There will be tweets, as Elliot Shore Park says. There you go. Jeff Kerr. Elliot can bowl a 300. He can oh, I know a, he can. A bowl in the NHL. He can get a base hit in uh, Major League Baseball. You know, he can bowl you, a 300. You know, you know what? I, I just want to see Elliot shoot a <laughs> basketball. That's all yeah. I want to see. I, I mean, I, I don't care. I, I know Elliot's an athletic guy, but <laughs> I think he really stretched that back during the COVID year. I, I think you'd need to spot Elliot 100 to get him to 300. That's just me. <laughs> Uh, you know what? We we got to do a live stream of me and Nick Farrow bowling. I think that Nick would be Fierro, yeah, yeah, Nick, yeah, Nick Fierro. Nick I can never bowling. say his last name. By the way, I saw Nick shooting the other day. He can he can he can shoot, man. He can stroke it, Nick Sirianni. Uh, oh yeah, Nick Sirianni's a very athletic guy. Yeah, yeah, but doesn't he always lose to uh, the kicker in the the shooting? Doesn't Elliot always? Beat uh, him Jake Elliott is phenomenal at everything. There, there are two people on the Eagles that are phenomenal at everything, Jake Elliott and Jordan Mailata. But uh, in Jake's case, he's more of a golf, uh, you know, ping pong, hand-eye coordinator. I'm sure he's a great free throw shooter. I don't know if he's a great pure shooter 
in basketball, I'll have to ask. He does yeah. everything else well. Tremendous softball player. Um, when he was at the uh, uh, Carson Wentz game, um, he does everything. It's unbelievable. By the way, John, did you see a, a good friend of ours is uh, now follically challenged? or made uh, Yeah, Jason Kelsey. Yeah, he Big made head. himself follically yeah. challenged. He shaved yeah. his He shaved, shaved the dome, yeah. Wow, I haven't seen that picture yet. I'm gonna have to. Look oh, that up it's great! Break. But look up New Heights live show. You'll see it. J.K., thank you much, buddy, for hopping in today. We'll get you back up in a couple weeks. Thanks, bud. Yeah, sounds great. Thanks, guys. Jeff Kerr, follically challenged as he is here with us on Birds 365. When did uh, Kelsey shave the dome? Uh, well, he was doing a a live podcast, um, and uh, he he was out there with no shirt on, shaved head. <laughs> Damn, he's he's getting he's slicked up and ready to go for another season. Uh, we'll come back and talk more about the draft. We got the Prince of Darkness, Bob Groats, joining us coming up. Shoot, less than twenty minutes now. Yeah, so stay we went right long. On. Sorry about that. Uh, we went long with Kerb, but it was good. So that's why we uh, kept Jeff on. We'll come back. Groats yet to come here on Birds Three Sixty Five. <laughs> Imaginations run wild and time stands still because here you can find the best of the Jersey Shore all on one five-mile island. So leave the old you behind and get lost in the woods. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian. In my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. 
Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Got your Mega Mac guys here on Birds 365. It is draft day. The countdown is on. We're now down under 11 hours before the draft gets underway. About 12 hours and change until the Eagles pick, or at least they're scheduled to pick at number 10. And we're talking about whether they actually make that pick at 10, whether a guy falls down to them that they like, <coughs> they will attempt to move up. Can they get that done? If they can't, will they drop back down? We'll see Howie Roseman's magic uh, as as we get closer to when the Eagles get on the clock. A big part of what they're going to do in the first round, believe it or not, has to do with a position that the Eagles have had no interest in whatsoever because they kind of got their guys. Name's Jalen Hurts. Um, But quarterbacks will have a major impact on what the Eagles do at number 10 in the draft tonight because how many quarterbacks are going to go between one and nine? There are four quarterbacks that are thought to at least be possibilities. Johnny was giving us a scenario where uh, somehow Hendon Hooker was up at number 12. That uh, I Sorry, I, I just don't believe that, but I don't think anybody thinks Hendon Hooker's going in the top 10. But the other four quarterbacks have all been mentioned as a possibility to go before the Eagles pick at number 10. So I, I shot you this text last night, well after Orange Cassidy came out and wowed him at the AEW show uh, last night. Um, but I said I was going to ask you this question to give you some time to come up with some answers because I have my answers. The four quarterbacks who have a chance to go in the top ten tonight, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Will Levis, Anthony Richardson. Give me a guy, and this will tell uh, our, our viewers what we think of the quarterbacks. Give me a guy who is currently playing in the National Football League who you think one of the four quarterbacks who will be drafted tonight's career will end up like, that you think you can parallel them with a current NFL quarterback, Young, Stroud, Levis, Richard. I didn't know it had to be current. Uh, If you you went someone other than current, that's fine too. But Um, all four of the guys I'm going to use are current NFL quarterbacks. Um, well, Bryce Young, it's interesting because I think you got to go, you know, he's small. So, I mean, you got to go with one of the other smaller quarterbacks. And I think, you know, Kyler Murray's more uh, frenetic, uh, more athletic. Uh, he's more, he's savvier. I think Russell Wilson is, you know, stronger. Um, so I don't think those two are comps. So I think the closest comp that he's more athletic, uh, but the closest comp would be Drew Brees, um, to, to Bryce Young. Now it's not fair. I'm talking about traits wise, not fair to compare somebody to a hall of famer. Um, but that's the closest one. He's such a unique player. There's so many, there's so few quarterbacks that, are that small, you know, it, it's tough to come up with a comp. So that's my right. comp for him. I, I thought along the same lines you as the comp, and I did go current quarterbacks, not former quarterbacks. 
And yeah, he's not as strong as him, but I think the Russell Wilson comparison is is right on. Um, unless you're telling me you fear that he's going to be constantly hurt. One of the things about Russell Wilson is he plays. He doesn't get hurt. And I don't know that. No, the, it doesn't have to do with durability. But like Russell is tough to to tackle. Russell is tough when you get into the pocket, or he had been. You know, um, obviously struggled last year, and he's got that spin move, and he and he and he. But I don't, I don't think he has that kind of power to get out of stuff like that. So that's what I meant by you know he's got to get the football out. He's savvy. He's got more athleticism. That's why I shift more towards uh, Drew Brees than a than a Russell. Yeah, Wilson. because of the athleticism, I couldn't go with Brees because Brees had no athleticism. He was one of the all-time great quarterbacks, but didn't have athleticism. And uh, Bryce Young does have some of that, so that's why I would compliment to Wilson. I had C.J. Stroud, current or past quarterback. Do you think uh, his career could look like? <sighs> This is this this is the one. the The other two were easy for me. The, the this is the one where. All I'm right, like, you want to put Stroud on the side? Uh, Will Levis, who are you comping him to? Uh Jeff George. Um, um, just trem- And by the way, not from a. Um, the, there's two guys I thought of: Jeff George and Jay Cutler. Phenomenal arm talent. They both happen to be. Uh, wacko i'm not saying he's a wacko from a man um, i have no idea never met will never i'm just talking pure arm talent like i would watch jeff george and i go damn um uh same thing with jay cutler i don't think anybody's ever thrown a better back shoulder fade than jay cutler uh i re- I, I don't i think it was better than aaron Rodgers. Uh, just put a pinpoint um that's that's who I think about when I think about Will Levis. Hopefully, he's got more above the shoulders than those two guys who are both kind of um, not leaders, to be kind. Uh, that part I don't know about, but just from a physical perspective, that's the two guys that came up with. Yeah, I don't, I don't think Levis has that kind of arm talent. I think his arm talent is overrated. And I'll give you another guy who was blatantly overrated and is what he is. Will Levis equals Mitch Trubisky. Uh, they moved up to take Mitch Trubisky in the draft, and whoever takes Will Levis will get the same kind Mitch, of results. Mitch is Mitch. way more athletic, way more. Mitch Trubisky is really athletic. That I will never take that away from Mitchell Trubisky. He was he 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 not was still is. I mean, he's just again went to a bad situation. Who knows what happens if Mitchell Trubisky goes with Andy Reid? I say it all the time with Donovan McNabb in '99. I would love to see. You can't do it. I would love to see Tim Couch and Achilles Smith with Andy Reid, but you can't see it. I, I would love to see Mitchell Trubisky with Andy Reid, but you can't see it. Um, bad situation. Very athletic player. That's why I go a different direction. Really? What, what was Mitch Trubisky's? all-time rushing yards for a season. I don't have it in front of me, but uh, I think you're overstating what kind of an athlete. How do we How do we determine Mitch Trubisky's an athlete? Well, watch him play. I mean, when he did play in Chicago. I'm not saying he's Justin Beals, but he could he, – he, 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 there was a lot of RPO uh, remnants in that offense because of his ability to move 
Um, yeah, I mean, Mitchell, I mean, that's the whole point of why he got drafted as high as he did, because he was a tremendous athlete. And, you know, they missed out on the other parts of it. Uh, but not a good quarterback. I'm not trying to say that. But, you know, he's also, you know, shorter. Um, you know, he's not the big strapping pocket passer. Um, yeah. I, yeah, we, we differ on that one. Yeah, no, I, I, I didn't see any parts of Mitch Trubisky game. Granted, yeah, he wasn't in a great situation in Chicago, but he flashed nothing for me with either his arms or his legs during his entire NFL career. And that's what I think Will Levis is going to be. The toughest one for me was Richardson because there uh, isn't that, that a one perfect guy like him. You think that's easy. Tell me. Well, I was going back again. I wasn't talking about now. Now there isn't. I mean, now there isn't. If you're limiting yourself to now, that's why I, I don't think you can do that. Uh, you know, he's very unique. Uh, most people go Cam Newton, but he's far more athletic uh, than Cam Newton. Um, I go to Dante Culpepper, somebody who I actually got to cover. And I still remember the first day I, I, I met Dante Culpepper, I said, I, I think my exact word were, God damn, this guy's a quarterback because he was 6'5", 260, um, bigger than every, bigger than some of the, all the linebackers they had could, could run, could outrun them uh, athletically. Uh, also, you know, turned into a tremendous throwing the football as well. Um, that's, that's the guy I came up with, with, uh, um uh for for Anthony Richardson. Um and yeah, and Cole, Cole Pepper was a significantly more accurate quarterback coming out of college than than Richardson was. But he wasn't at it, well yeah he turned into a he had one of the greatest seasons ever for people that forget before he tore his knee up. But he went to, you know he went to Central Florida. He was not a strength early in his career accuracy, you know but he was playing with Chris Carter, Randy Moss, uh, Jake Reed. You know, he had big time, big time talent at wide receiver. And he slowly developed and slowly developed. Again, situation. Um, th and I'm talking ceiling. I'm not, you know, that's that's ceiling. All, all these guys. Bryce Young ain't going to turn into Drew Brees, most likely. Um, yeah, Anthony Richardson's probably not going to turn into um Dante Culpepper most likely um ceiling is is what I'm kind of talking about uh with these but even Jay Cutler and, and Jeff George the likely those were really effective players not as effective as they should have been um but really effective players um and and CJ Stroud man I don't know who you came up with because I, I I I had to look at uh, Lance Zerline's comp, and he went with Jared Goff, and I don't see that at all. No, um, he's, he's. I think he's going to be better than Goff. Um, well, I he's, got... I, 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 let me let me ask you this because we're comparing different things. I'm comparing traits. You you seem to be comparing who they're Results. going to be result wise. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, that to me is a different conversation. Yeah, I factored in traits, but traits need to lead to results was the way I, I 
uh, mentally exercise my way through uh, finding matches. Um, eventually, it needs to end up with results, but you surely use the traits that the guys have to get those type of results. Yeah. And the guy so, I've got for Richardson is, is uh, excuse me, uh, for CJ Stroud is Herbert. Uh, just a guy who can stay in the pocket when he needs to extend the play, and he showed it in the national championship game. He can turn it up and run. I, I see Herbert like Rodgers. When he has to do it, he can take off. He'd prefer not to do it. They'd prefer to not have him do it. They want him to just sit back there and throw the football all over the lot. I think C.J. Stroud will be a lot like Justin Herbert when he gets into the National Football League if he gets with a team that has uh, the similar philosophy. Well, maybe result-wise, but yeah, I don't. I don't think they're the same type of player. Um, so I will say that you know Justin's the big, again, big strapping, uh, traditional pocket passer. Well, with the is big it Herbert? Arm. Justin Herbert, yeah. Uh, Justin Herbert. You don't think uh, Stroud is? Oh, uh, Justin Herbert is is. Um, let me look him up real quick. Uh, gotta be six six five maybe i don't know six 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 um yeah i mean he's just massive six six two forty um he is the traditional old school big big arm pocket passer and he's got more athleticism than a lot of those old school guys but there are very few physically, and again, we're we're comparing different things. I'm just comparing traits. They're they're much different players. Uh, now, will they end up with the same kind of uh, careers? Yeah, that's a possibility. But I mean, yeah. there aren't too many six six two forty guys uh, with with howitzers hanging off their shoulders coming around. Well, I, I think Stroud could have that kind of a career. If he's an inch shorter and 15 pounds lighter, I don't think that will make the difference. I'm not going to just comp him out as per height and weight. Uh, I think he's shown the ability to just flat out spin it from the pocket the same way that Herbert did coming out of Oregon and has since he got into the NFL with the Chargers. All right. I see we got the Prince of Darkness. Our buddy Bob Groats going to jump in next here on Birds 365. Imaginations run wild and time stands still because here you can find the best of the Jersey Shore all on one five-mile island. So leave the old you behind and get lost in the woods. Imagine for a moment that you went to work today and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. 
That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian. In my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. I'm Bert 365 with Mac and Mac McMullen and McDonald. We got Bob Groats on with us. He's in the car. He's drinking. That looks too big to be a coffee cup. You doing uh, lighter liquids already at uh, 927 in the morning, Groats? Uh, no, not me. I, I, that's not me at all. Uh-uh. What do we got there? Well, what are you a, drinking? We're giving a pre, uh, pre-plug. Is that a Wawa? Got... That, that well, a no, it's a Wawa that looks cup. like a Tim Hortons cup. It's a Wawa cup. It's wake the hell up. Keurig coffee. It's great. Uh, Keurig? You go uh, Keurig, huh? Straight up coffee or you go flavored? I only go Keurig when I'm on this show because <laughs> I need an extra jolt. Especially at 22. Well, are you are already at? down at the Novacare complex? Are you ready? Are you that hyped up for this? Oh, hey, hey, I'm telling you, this is the day that of the year that I live for. Day one of the draft. I can't wait to see how we trade up. For a guy who's not going to play. <laughs> you, that's why we call you the Prince of Darkness. Because oh, of comments boy. like that. Uh, so you're projecting and predicting that they're going to get Jalen Carter. How he's going to do no, the deal. I think he's going whatever it takes. Johnson. What do you think? You're going no, I, Johnson I, on? I think John, had, John, you had a good idea with, uh, with the defensive tackle, Carter. Um, if they could do that, I would really endorse that move that would be borderline brilliant i i don't think it's going to happen i think it, it it depends on the asking price obviously but i don't think uh the teams ahead of them are going to let that happen and uh but uh that would be that would be a good deal for me and i and i say you know what i said last year when they traded up to get jordan davis in the first round and he you know he was really let's be honest he was so ordinary they brought in a couple of veteran defensive tackles to shore up that front. He had some injury problems, but come on. I mean, you know, he, he de- definitely wasn't the given. He definitely didn't give him the push or that nose tackle. Um, 
play that they needed. So, and then the second round, I mean, you look at the whole draft. I mean, they didn't trade up, but Jurgens, um, special teams. And in the third round, you know, the <laughs> linebacker, it's like, yeah. you know, it, well, so, nobody played except Reed Blankenship. So, yeah, I, I mean, I know people want to, they, they, they love the job Howie's done. And he got AJ Brown, he got rid of that a first round pick. They spent what two years trying to get that right. So they got they dumped a first round pick to get AJ Brown, which I thought was a, a good move, and um, or a flip flop of picks and uh, and a second no, round. Gave up a first round. Yeah, pick. I mean he, he, and he, he was a and great twenty five million uh, yeah. a year. On yeah, that, that was a pretty reasonable price though when you looked at that market. So now it uh, is, yeah, yeah. Nowadays. I mean that that's that was kind of one of those distressed sales. You know, <laughs> it's kind of like you know what Josh Harris does. You know, distress sale. I'm moving in there, baby. Ooh, I yeah, like the Josh. I'm getting at a bargain, and I'm yeah. going to do some. And they the, did a great job with that. When when Groats went, the guy will never play. I thought he meant Jalen Carter because he's going to get caught street racing. South well, huh. yeah. Well, no, you, know, you know that's big at the Novacare complex. Yeah, yeah. Not, not, not far from. You don't have to get too far from the Novacare complex to be doing street no. racing. It, no. Make it easier on them. No, you you could hear some people motoring up and down that street. I don't know who they are, but no. uh, yeah, there's some uh, there's some muscle car action out there, and uh, there is. And it's a nice straightaway for whoever wants to be out there. I think that would be a good move, but you're right, Jody. There, there have to be some concerns about this guy, and and I'm not basing this at all on, uh, you know, he was a little, he he didn't run or work out well at his workout. With all the stuff that was going on with him, who would have expected that? You know, I mean, there's a I, lot of uncertainty. He's on probation. I got, a, I got a question for both you guys, and you're gonna have to uh, hold up your right hand and say, "I promise to tell the truth on this one." Okay, go ahead. Put raise your right hand. I, I always tell the truth, Jody. Bob Groats, raise your right hand. That would be your left. Is that his right? Because we're looking back. That's his right. Okay. Uh, I promise to tell the truth. Out of all of you Eagle Beat guys, who's got the best chance of having Big Dom as a source? Because the, the Jalen Carter thing will be determined, at least we're told, by the amount of research the Eagles can get in on him and have a good feel or not a good feel about him. Does Big Dom leak to any of you guys? Oh well, I, I'm I'm not that that you're never yeah, going to no, get that answer from that. me. Yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, man, hey. you put your right hand up. You said you tell me the truth. Well, yeah, but yeah, that, that's that's yeah. No lot. can do, huh? Uh, unfair question by me. Not the first I've ever asked. No, no. but you know the what that that deal that he was in and um, really um, obviously tragic. Um, he did yeah. stuff. He did stuff that a twenty-one-year-old kid sometimes does. You know, it's very poor judgment, and you have to wonder about that. But uh, you also have to have to wonder, you know, like uh, either you know he he or the people around him, his counsel. I mean, he he took responsibility for it right away, and um, and you know, this is his second chance. So, um, and know, Jeffrey proven over the years he will give people second chances. That's true. So. Yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. And you know, Tracy Rocker too. I'm not saying he's going to be his father or anything like that, or his pseudo father, but uh, Tracy Rocker will get the, I, I think could get the most out of a guy like, like Jalen Carter. I think he could. And, and there's some, there's some veterans on that team too, that have been through some stuff. Um, you know, Fletcher Cox could, uh, you know, he, he could be a, a stabilizing influence. So I think, um, you know, that definitely is a concern though. 
Um, because now uh, I, I I will take issue with this, Bob. If they're trading up to get Jalen Carter or even Paris Johnson, they're going to play. They're going to play. They're going to play this year. Paris Johnson's going to play uh, ahead of Cam Jurgens. Mark my words, right Jalen back. Carter's going to play ahead of Cam Jurgens. Oh yeah, I, I'm going to have to go back and look at that Cam Jurgens. Um, capsule summary before the draft yeah 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 obviously I, that was a joke john i mean yeah last year they they really didn't get a lot of impact out of the draft that was was the point i was trying to make so um but uh a guy like carter yeah paris johnson yeah i personally i think the guy that fits the eagles mold more than him is uh skaronsky skaronsky i mean he, yeah. he just He's an eagle through and through. He's got the stubby arms. I understand that, but uh, he, he reminds me of Kelsey with size. You know, like uh, that. There, that guy is going to have a, a pretty decent career, I think. The oh, reason, that would surprise me. The reason I, I like Paris Johnson better is because you're you're that selection will have twofold ramifications going forward. Number one is who plugs in, plays right tackle this year. And then who eventually replaces Lane Johnson? I think Paris Johnson can do just as good a job, probably about a push this year as compared to Skaronsky at right tackle, right guard. And then I think he's a better right tackle going forward. So that's why I would take him over Skaronsky. Yeah, I don't know about the push, but I agree. You know, on the edge, you want the longer arms definitely help you. Let's be honest about that. So that's why if, um, if Skaronsky and Paris Johnson Watson, are both there, I'm taking Paris, Paris Johnson, Johnson. Yeah, he's played left tackle, right, John? Yeah. He played, yeah, but played he played right tackle. guard. He played yeah. right guard. Well, actually, I think Skaronsky has played left tackle too, but uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, they both have great versatility. So those both, both, would be both of those positions, yeah, yeah. huge areas of needs uh, yeah. of need on this team. Now, as well as cornerback, you know, what if they took a cornerback? If everybody, I mean, that would be interesting. They could. You know? Christian I, Gonzalez. I don't think they, I, I, yeah, I, I like, I like Christian I, Gonzalez. I've talked about him. Yeah. One of the things we haven't talked about, and you mentioned it uh, with AJ a little bit, a lot of veteran names on the market, odds that Howie trades for a veteran player, Buda Baker would be the most obvious. Maybe Devin White. Nah, I, I Somebody doubt like that. that. Buda Baker's got a big salary, doesn't he? Yeah. Well, you might as well wait for him to get cut, you know? And, and that operation – and Arizona, yeah. that operation is really hanging on a thread, you know? I mean, there's like, now they're in the middle of a, what, a, an arbitration, you know, borderline lawsuit with an executive. I mean, there's allegations of burner phones and stuff like this. What a mess. And, um, and I didn't know Brian. Cannon, well, Brian Colangelo was out in Phoenix for a yeah, long time. That, that was Good bizarre, point, John. Man. Good catch. Yeah. I mean, hey, that that is weird, man. I mean, I who who wants to work in that kind of atmosphere? I I feel sorry. There's a lot of good people there. I feel sorry for them having to having to work in that. But uh, you know, there's some problems. But uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, you know, if he's if he's very unhappy, they're going to have a fire sale or they'll let. Hey, how we you know. Uh, there were rumors of him looking at team issued phones uh, for leaks. He got over it. <laughs> um, he got over it. You're asking who would take a job out there for that organization. 
Well, your boy, Jonathan Gannon, said, yeah, let me be the head coach of this team. Even he after willingly Bob went to Arizona him. to join yeah. that dumpster fire that is the organization. Yeah. Well, John, I only needed one stop out of him in that second half of the Super Bowl. Just one. Well, I think it, it was too it. much to ask. Yeah. You got one out of Jim Sports back in the day. Yeah. And get one out of JG. Well, you got it out of Brandon Graham. Yeah. yeah. God. Hey, yeah. but how about that press conference Gannon did out there where he kind of ripped on the Philadelphia media? I, I thought that was interesting, you know. Well, I, don't yeah. know what... I, I think I think I heard him whisper the word groats when he said that, but yeah, uh, I, I don't get I, I may know, have imagined that. He was all over the I know place he with that, Tony. Cataldi, but I yeah, thought he I might have heard Groats too. Yeah, he might. He, he might have heard me say he's something. He's got to. He's got to tighten it up. You can't embellish and uh, prep yeah. people check that stuff. He's yeah, got to tighten I mean, it I up. Who who told him it was that way? I mean, we were all wondering what what market was he talking about? You know, was that yeah. was that Chicago? Was it Denver? Was it you know? Was it Minnesota? Was it we're you know, evil. Indian, Indianapolis? The Philly I don't know media. What yeah. The Philly media, Bob, is evil. But I think we, we just... The third Tuesday of every month, I said, we meet, we get together and decide uh, to call for who's, whomever's job at that particular time. Bob has been at many of these meetings. Uh, third Tuesday of every month. We move it around, though. Is it called um, Scalp Thursday? Whose scalp are you going to yeah. call for? Oh, okay. Yeah, because you uh, can't be in yeah. the same spot all the time. Yeah, it was silly. Yeah. It was silly. Nobody well, we'll, called we'll for see. his job. Yeah. Well, Angela yeah. did. No, yeah. it was. It, and here's why it was silly to me, is they were they were fine with the way that he was. Oh, Jeffrey wanted to give a raise because they had. Yeah. That I don't understand. <laughs> I mean, what? They didn't want to lose him. And yeah. by the way, he confirmed it. Jeffrey confirmed it out at the league meetings. Uh, he was going to give him a raise. Um, yeah, the Eagles were fine with him coming back uh but clearly he can't handle this market i mean clearly he heard all the criticism um and you gotta let that stuff roll off your back i mean you can't let it bother you um you know all right so is gonna call for the blitz so what you know do what you want you're in charge yeah, I don't think Seth actually called for his job, but he certainly called no, for the blitz. blitz. The yeah, blitz, a, yeah, a lot uh, for Jonathan. Got to plug time. up those walk-in touchdowns, though, John. You got to do something about those. Those yeah, are not well, good. you know, yeah. maybe if guys communicate, maybe you can how, plug that up. How can you give a guy a raise after the two walk-in touchdowns? I mean, that's insanity. Come on, uh, man. They, 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 the Eagles did play a couple of games before the last fourth quarter of the Super Bowl. So hey, I think what, they judged Jonathan Gannon over the long haul. Not guess that very what? bad ending. If the Eagles don't give up two walk-in touchdowns in their next playoff game, Howie's going to be a genius for bringing in this new defensive coordinator. Right. You know, Speaking I, of that new defensive coordinator, um, John and I gave our picks earlier uh, on who we think the Eagles are going to take with their first two picks. Could be both in the first round. Could be a trade down of the second round. Could be a trade down of the first, but it'll stay in the first round. Um, I've got them taking another offensive player with an additional second round pick with a trade down. Uh, John had a defensive player in the second round. Who do you, how many, uh, the Eagles top two picks, where do you have them going and break them down offense and defense for us? Well, I, I think that they probably are going to trade down. I, I think it'll be easier to trade down. I, if they trade up 
and get Carter. I think that's great. I think that's a that's a really good draft right there. But uh, I think they trade down and they end up with somebody like uh, the um, Georgia guy, Nolan Harris, right? Nolan Harris, okay. rusher. Nolan, yeah. Nolan Smith. Nolan Smith. I was right there. Okay. And then in the at the end of the round, Dewan Jones, that guy from Ohio State. Oh, yeah, big right tackle. Yeah. yeah. That he guy, might go in the first round. He might lot sneak of, in. A lot of upside with that guy. That You know, I, yeah. they're probably going to trade. They may trade out of it. But if he's there and uh, and they move down, he's a natural right tackle, right guard. He's played them both at right. Ohio State. 6'8", 350. He's huge. Big yeah, he's, I mean. He's my he's, lot he's of got, size. If you, if you, you can see some of his highlight tape. The guy guy has great feet for for someone like that. He's he's kind of mulata with more football experience. So uh, I mean, it, I think I could see him doing that. That would be that would make a lot of sense to and me. And correct me if I'm wrong. If he wasn't the first, he was absolutely one of the earlier guys that the Eagles brought in for a visit. Yeah, like, he was he here. Was he was here. Yeah. Very early in the process, and sometimes you read into that, and that's who they yeah, really like. I, and sometimes it's a a false front. Right. Um, that does make some sense if they get to him at the bottom. So you got defense first and then offense. Right. Johnny Max, right. Scott, who you got? Uh, do you think I got defense, defense? I got defense, defense. Oh, uh, see, Eagle fans got to love me today because I'm offense, offense. Yeah. Offensive line early and running back in the second. Well, they don't love you because you didn't give them what they want. And what they want, Bob Groats, is B. John Robinson. Right. Where are right. you on the B. John talk? I don't. I don't think that if, if they stayed at 10, I don't think that's such a bad pick. I really, I've, I've gone back and forth at, on this. Wait, um, are, are, are you going Nick Sirianni on me? Are you going to no, pander to these fans? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm excited. You could do a lot worse. I, I think the guys you can, wait, 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 hold on. Time out, time out. There's a lot of things you can say about Groats. <laughs> Pandering is not one of them. Yeah, yeah. Never. <laughs> Never. Yeah. All these times we've had Bob Groats on, I don't think he's ever pandered to anybody. You no, can't just... lay that at Bob Groats' doorstep. John yeah, John, McCoy. shame on you, fair. John, for even bringing that word up. Yeah, thanks, Jody. You're welcome. Yeah. But uh, Nick, Nick Sirianni, pander in chief. Bob Groats never <laughs> pandered in his life. That's right. That's right, Bob. I wish that was true. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But I, I, hey, to me, I, I kind of like that. I mean, um, I don't ten ten is really high to, to for him. I and uh, and I I happen to think that um, the Falcons are going to end up with him, and uh, that coach Arthur, Arthur Smith is going to get you know his what his uh, bell cow back or whatever you want to call it. I think he's going to make an effort to do that. There have been a lot of smoke. You think he's going at eight? You think yeah, he's going to go off the board before the Eagles ever pick? I think yeah, they'd have. I think they'd have to move ahead of them. I hope but, for the Eagles' sake that happens. Because if they pass, it makes everything easier. Over, yeah, it yeah. does. Yeah. It, there, it would be a frenzy here. But uh, the guy has got, I mean, you can't help but look at those highlights and say, wow, he can catch the ball. Oh, he's a good player. He, he can split outside and everything. Um, you're going to have, you already got a lot of guys you got to get the ball to. And uh, Jalen Hurts is a big part of that run game right now, whether anybody wants to realize it or not. Yeah, he he's a big part of it. I mean, a lot of it is off schedule, but uh, so you know who's going to get the ball. I mean, is it does it justify that that type of deal? And um, I I think he could be, I think he's a perfect back for this offense, though. All right, give me a percentage of uh, Bijan Robinson being here. Well, what are we talking about? Is it legitimate? Is it 
ten percent? Is it uh, just a long shot? You're leaving think, a, a I, I sliver of the gonna, door open. I don't think he gets past Atlanta, so I think it's a long shot. There, there's no way they trade up for a running back. I'd be no. that would stun me. I mean, no. you know, and uh, even a guy with that kind of talent and. Um, and there's a lot of what, what did Howie say? He wants a unique player. Unique, unique. Yeah, everybody unique. hung on to that. Yeah, I told Jody I went to thesaurus.com and looking for a, a picture of Bijan Robinson because the minute he said unique, everybody said, "Oh, he's taking Bijan." I'm like, I missed when that was the would uh, you synonym would, for would Bijan you consider Robinson. Tyree Wilson unique? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's That's a lot. I, of, I mean, talking about. I think he was talking about Tyree. I think he was talking about Jalen Carter. And I think he was talking about Paris Johnson. Yeah. Well, and I assume he was talking about Will Anderson, but that I don't know. I think people, you know, the Tyree Wilson, the guy is coming off Liz Frank surgery. I think people forget that he hasn't, he really hasn't done anything for it'll be close to a year in training camp, you know? So I, that's a question for me. I mean, are you going to devote, that yeah, there were some that Houston wouldn't take him because of the medicals. I don't know about that, man. I mean, look, look at Isaac Samalo. He had a he had a tough road back. Um, yeah. He did make it back. He looked great. But, he looked uh, tremendous. Yeah, Not but good enough to sign, though, but he looked tremendous. Does an offensive guard, does he, I mean, does that injury affect an offensive guard the same way it affects You need a lot of power rusher? to play guard, man. Sure. You need a lot of power to play guard, uh, well, especially the way Sam You Molly know what did. the snap count is. The defensive lineman doesn't. I mean, I don't know. I I don't know about that. All right. When I, you I guys. Would, I wouldn't have him. I, I'd have him low in the first round on my board because of the medical. Wow. Well, I low would. in the first round. No, he's yeah, not getting I mean, out of it. I mean, in the twenties, yeah. I well, I could see him drop into six or seven, but nowhere past. Oh, I I out of the top ten for sure for me. Oh, wow. All right, good good right. Uh, take out of uh, Mr. Groats here. All right, besides Howie and Nick Sirianni, will there be anyone else down there at the Novacare Complex tonight that you guys, while maybe not in front of a podium? might be able to just see and bump into and get a quote from on or off the record. Is there any other Eagle employee that you're hoping that that's the case tonight? Does Bradley Cooper count? You think he'll be at the Novacat? He'll probably, he'll tonight, probably huh? be at the building. Yeah. 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 Okay. He's the we ultimate will, fan. Yeah. We what, won't what be allowed Dave near Spadaro? Bradley. Yeah. What Dave Spadaro. Yeah. yeah. I, I shouldn't Don, say that. Dave is very uh, tight, Don but. usually shows up at some point, usually day three, to give us some beer at the end. No, uh, Dom is there every time that. No, uh, not I Don. Would... Don oh. Uh, Smolensky. Oh, okay. Um, it... Yeah. Uh, now, yeah, Dom's say... always there. Did you say Smolensky or Slowensky? Yeah. <laughs> That's I didn't good. hear that. Oops. All right. He will Wait. be there. You know, but let's let's be honest too about this draft. There's a lot of, I mean, with two. There's no Andy Weidel this year, by the way. Oh, we haven't talked yeah, about that. Yeah. There's uh, no Andy Weidel. I don't even know. I, you know, I don't know. I don't even know who has, uh, who's making. Nobody who's knows. The, the Nobody knows who number that. two is. I think. I think. And I think uh, Nick has a lot more 
say than he yeah, than he had previously. Yeah. Well, then name. here's the name I want to know. Will you get a chance to at least identify him, even if you don't get to ask him a question? Will Sean Desai make an appearance? Because he hasn't officially been uh, given his entree to Philadelphia media, has he? No. Eagles new defensive coordinator. What happens if they go defense, defense tonight? Aren't you going to want to hear from the defensive coordinator how he's going to deploy these guys? Nobody doing our job tonight. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, I would yeah. like to hear it, but I'm not going to hear it. But he's yeah. not. Yeah, he, he's he in will, hiding. They, they're going to bring you. him in through the back door. How are you not going to get a chance to talk to the defensive coordinator? Uh, they will wait until the off-field portion of OTAs begins, is my guess at this point. Um, to your question, Jody, he'll be in the lunchroom some, at some point, you know, and uh, he'll be having a soda or something. They, the one thing about the coaches, they, they cannot keep away from the writers the whole time. Look, right, John? They yeah. got to at least make an appearance and say hi. They always do, you know, yeah. even if it's well, not the they're not going to let us in the cafeteria. Those days are I, over. They won't let us in for dinner? Yeah. No, yeah, for dinner? No, they won't. Yeah, they will. Mark my See, words. that's a problem. That's why Groats is in the car. He wants to get me first in line. Now you're telling him he's right. wasting his time going up there at 1030? They I shut do that, that to him, John. Bob, they shut that down during the pandemic. It is not coming back. You're going to get... Uh, you're going to get some kind of delivery to the media house. That is oh, my yeah. prediction. Now that now I'm thinking about it. Yeah, last night. Yeah, or last year. Yeah, they had a, a buffet upstairs. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. That's yeah. a bummer. From Rosati's do, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. If you do get uh, at least a a a vision of Sean Desai, uh, love to know about it. John will be here tomorrow. He'll tell me whether he actually saw the New Eagles new defensive coordinator or not. Uh, Mr. Groats. Wherever you are traveling, uh, do st steer clear of John McMullen tonight. There could be another episode in the in the works. Uh, John's very excited about this draft, so beware of spillage, okay, buddy? All right, always a pleasure, guys. I'll catch you around. And uh, all right, thanks, Bob. Yeah, I'll see good. you later. Hopefully, Bob Groats. He is a piece of work. Ne not a panderer. He is a piece of work, but he is not Dr. a panderer. Pander with that Bijan stuff. You know, lying no, to the see, people. You don't. You don't think Groats would give you the honest opinion? Do you really think he would do that? He would fold to to the growing sentiment of Eagles Nation, or no. do you think he's a man who stands on his own no. beliefs? I'm just uh, poking fun. Exactly he, right. He don't you on. dare say that about our guy Groats. All right, McDonald and McMullen coming back. We got to put a bow on the show. Last couple of minutes of the draft day version of Birds Three Sixty Five. Imaginations run wild and time stands still because here you can find the best of the Jersey Shore all on one five-mile island. So leave the old you behind and get lost in the woods. 
imagine for a moment that you went to work today and when you came home, you were catastrophically injured. Your life and your family's life. That's what happened to union construction worker Mike Little. I was scared of what the end was going to be, but to be 100% honest with you, I knew I was going to be all right just by talking with Brian. In my heart, I just knew everything was going to be all right. Call the firm and find out why they say, we got this. Call 215-458-2222. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Samantha Birds 365. The countdown is on. Eight o'clock is start time for the draft. So Roger's got to come out and make a statement. On the clock, here comes the Carolina Panthers. Blah, 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 blah. So the first pick isn't going to get made till about 8.20, and the Eagles are nine picks later. So it's going to be after nine o'clock when the Eagle pick comes down, and then forget about 30. That's going to be midnight by the time the Eagles make that pick. Uh, but we will be here tomorrow to talk about the one or two picks the Eagles make. John, correct me if I'm wrong, but both you and I had the Eagles only make one pick tonight that they will trade correct. number 30 into the second round. But I'm going to ask about it, even though we'll have tomorrow to ask you about it as well. Who do you have the Eagles taking with their first two picks? Uh, I have Nolan Smith. I have them going uh... – Third year in a row. It was Alabama, Alabama. Then it was Georgia, Georgia. Um, was first and third round. I'm going uh, Georgia duo again. Um, Nolan Smith, um, Kalei Ringo uh, as my first two picks. Um, but I think they want to go up and get Jalen Carter. Either way, it's going to be Georgia, Georgia. Georgia, Georgia. <laughs> you got Georgia, Georgia. I, I don't. I have them. Uh, going Georgia on my mind. The Rose Bowl is my matchup because I got Ohio State and UCLA, Paris Johnson at number 10, and they trade down into the second round where they can get the running back. Sorry for the Bijan crazed Eagle fans. I don't think he'll be a Philadelphia Eagle, but I'm hoping that Zach Charbonnet is the Eagles will be able to negotiate out of that first round pick high in the second and take a guy like Charbonnet, who I think would be a, uh, a nice pick. I really like my line of strategy, except for one thing. I got him taking two offensive guys. 
And truth be told, you look at the Eagle roster today, as we see here today, Johnny Mac, if they need upgrading, they need more upgrading on the defensive side yeah. than they do the well, offensive you can always side. Hang, I got them taking two offensive players. You can always hang your hat on Jeffrey Lurie. That's what people do. So, you know, he that's said true. offense, offense, offense. So that's why people say Bijan, you know, Bijan, 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 because I'm in the, you only got one football. So, I mean, you know, you already got the number one ranked running game and 11 personnel. And I do think people get, uh, caught up too much uh, in one game, uh, you know. Oh, well, you didn't run the football in the Super Bowl. Well, guess what? Jim Brown had bad games. Walter Payton had bad games. Emmett Smith had bad games. That's why you look at the larger sample size. They don't need uh, an improvement in the running game from a larger perspective. They need improvements on defense where they lost half of their defense Half of their starting defense. Yeah. You got to you no, got to line no, up with somebody. Is Nolan Smith that answer though? I'm not sure about that. But you you got both sides defense, right? You went D line and corner. Yes, yes. So D line and corner. John is banking on that very good Georgia defense matriculating here to Philadelphia. It's probably not a bad bet. All right, tomorrow we got uh, Les Bowen jumping in with us early. Very Eagle-centric tomorrow. Les Bowen has only been covering the Eagles for decades, and our bud uh, Chris Franklin from NJ.com will jump in and give us some analysis of the one or two guys the Eagles take. Johnny Mac, Jody Mac, Nick, it's only going to be one. Right, we, maybe it'll be zero. Maybe they'll, yeah, maybe it'll trade out. No, I, I, I will guarantee you. Bob Groats has a better chance of becoming a panderer than the Eagles trading out of both picks for future picks. No, 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 no. They did. We do remember that second half of the Super Bowl. They didn't win the Super Bowl. Yes. So now he's kind of obligated to take at least one player in the first round tonight. Uh, Johnny Mack, we're going to do this all over again, but it'll be new information we'll be talking about tomorrow here on Birds yeah. 365. I'm in. You? Uh, I will be here with little sleep, but I will be here, Jody. And I'm going to go out on a limb and predict that John McMullen has a black shirt on. Just if that's the only prediction I get right between now and tomorrow when we return, I will predict that John McMullen has a green screen, baby. Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. Johnny McDonald back with Johnny Cash tomorrow on Birds 365 in two and two. You've been listening to Birds 365, the destination for the passionate Eagles football fan who bleeds green. If it's Eagles football, we're talking about it. Debate inside the locker room and guests that are some of the greatest football minds from around the region. We hope you enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on social media at Jacob Sports. See you next time on Birds 365.